0: That's it to right field. Long run for Pilar. And Pilar all out into foul territory to make the play.
1: Bogarts with a drive out to right field. Judges back on it and that
2: one's gone! Against all odds there's a high fly ball driven deep to right. We do go back to the pin. Leaps up. He caught it. He caught the ball. He took it back. And I will keep on waiting for a better day.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pesky Poll Podcast, episode 51. Throwback for you guys the Byung Hung Kim episode. If you remember the name, you are a real OG. Red Sox fan, how are you guys doing today? You'll be seeing this on Sunday, the Lord's Day. I hope you guys are having an amazing day. Joining me for this episode, we have a new podcast host, right? Not for this episode, not for the show, but he has his own show called the Soxtonian Podcast. Also, an Instagrammer has an Instagram Red Sox fan page called the Soxtonian. It's, well, it's just Soxtonian. But joining me, Kelsey Miranda. Kelsey going on man not much man it's a pleasure to be here i'm happy to do it man and plus i forgot to say long time pesky pole podcast fan yeah Watch
1: man out. i i we just had the uh the disagreement or whatever i thought that a long time ago i was listening at um, episode three of the pesky pole podcast but it's the other pesky pole podcast the it OG. might have
0: been and if no i'm the og one the other yes. one copied.
1: This, this is the OG. Don't. Yes. Let's not talk about that. Don't other
0: one. Don't question it. All right. I think they stopped making episodes. I got to check. But I think they stopped making episodes in like July. But yeah. yeah. So for You're the fans. Who, top now. Yes. For the fans who don't know about that, um, there was another pesky poll podcast that came out one week after I dropped my first episode. So technically, I win. I earn rights. All right. Me and Ari earned rights to this. But. Let's talk to the fans for a second. For the YouTube, you get to see the space every single week. Make sure you hit that subscribe and notification bell so you can see me twice a week when I prepare, premiere the episodes So I can watch them with you guys on Wednesday nights and Sunday nights. Spotify and iTunes gang, I never forget about you guys. You guys get to hear these episodes twice a week, also also on Wednesdays and Sundays. Make sure you hit that follow button so you can hear every single episode. We are on episode fifty one and are not stopping anytime soon. Also go follow the Soxtonian podcast. Where can they find that?
1: You can find it on Apple and Spotify. It's there. And
0: then Once again, that is the Soxtonian podcast. It's a brand new podcast on episode three, correct?
1: Yeah, we're, got, we're on episode three. Episode four is coming out next week. And all you got to do is just look up Soxtonian, S-O-X-T-O-N-I-A-N. Just Soxtonian on Apple and Spotify. It's there. All right, all right. And before we get into the news, I do have to ask: Where did the name come from? You know, I was just uh, before I started the podcast. I started a I started my own website, and I was gonna I was gonna be a blogger, but eventually I turned into podcasting too. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, uh, how how can I turn? Um, I was gonna do mainly Red Sox, but I wanted to dabble in the in the Patriots, Celtics. So it was like, what can I tie my name into that's gonna you're going to think of Boston or Massachusetts, New England, whenever you think about my name. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure how stocks tied into there, but the Bostonian. Yeah. It's B O S is three letters. S O X is three letters. Put those two together. You're a Soxtonian. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I thought it went well. I, I get it.
0: that. I get that. And I've told the fans this, this story already, but once we figured out the name, pesky pole podcast i remember i was sitting there with ari for i don't know maybe two three hours we were just on the phone talking trying to come up with a name so i'm like we need a catchy name that's the biggest thing and it was his idea to start this podcast i never had i never wanted to do podcasts but he said yeah let's start this up and i'm like yeah sure why not let's at least try it um and so he um i had said the pesky pole podcast and it was like a light shone in the heavens like parted ways and it was, I, I looked it up, no one was using it, I'm like, yep, claiming it, it's mine, it's beautiful. but <laughs> it, It's an incredible
1: name, honestly. Mm-hmm. It, the, it, the fact that you guys came up with that is incredible.
0: The fact that it just rolls off the tongue so perfectly, it, it's, it's perfect, I love it.
1: Yeah, like, it, it can be the Pesky Pulp Podcast or the Triple P Podcast, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but without further ado, let's get right into the news, so... For the Red Sox, we didn't really have that big of a um, week this week. You know, We had our big week last week when, you know, all uh, the big news was um, Adam Adovino, Garrett Richards, and um, Martin Perez signing back. We had a big week that week. This week, not so much. We didn't really do anything. So for our Red Sox news, I want to talk about an article that was put out by NBC Sports that talks about our projected starting lineup come next year. Now, they got some things I agree with and some things I disagree with, and we'll get into that. But they have our leadoff guy being Kike Hernandez playing second base. Now, I didn't watch Kike Hernandez too much when he was with the Dodgers. I don't know what his speed is like. I don't know anything like that. But I don't know about him as a leadoff hitter. You know, I don't really know that much about him. I mean, he does have a lifetime 313 on-base percentage, but only 12 steals. He's not a speed guy. You know what? What do you think about that? Because I don't, I don't
1: know. You know, when you look at the rest of our lineup, uh, who who was Berdugo was the leadoff guy last year?
0: You know, at the end, you know, who was the leadoff guy at the start? I'm not sure. I ben attendee. Remember. Ben attendee. Yeah. And, yeah. And nah, last too long. Nah, <laughs> that lasted a good three weeks, and they said nah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I really. I like Kike
1: at uh, the leadoff position. Um, I think the reason why he probably only has twelve steals is it's the steals aren't entirely up to him. You know, it's it's whether the coach tells him to steal or not, and whether he plays a lot of games. He does have that three sixteen on base percentage. I watched him in the World Series last year. That was about as much as I've seen of him. Mm-hmm. And I I really like a guy that can um, that can get a home or get a home run off the first, first at bat of the game. Or he, I, I, I believe that he, he's, you don't know what you're going to see from him at the plate and he, he can get a single. He, he just manages to get on base. Mm-hmm. And when, when he hit that home run, the world series, he, he was a pinch hitter. So when, when he gets put in that position where he has to do something, I don't think he has a problem with doing that. And I think the first base, the first uh, spot in the batting order for him really fits him. I mm-hmm. like that.
0: Yeah. I, I, I can agree with with your, what you're saying. But when you think about Red Sox leadoff hitters, right, you think of guys that can just take a base whenever they so please. And that's something that I've missed from this team for the past, I'd say like four years we really haven't had that guy that can be the leadoff guy and just take a base whenever he wants. You know, I'm talking about a little bit of Johnny Damon, Mostly Jacoby Ellsbury, Coco Crisp, that kind of style. I love that kind of style of player, just player that's. That's why I wanted the Red Sox to go get Billy Hamilton this offseason. I'm not gonna lie, I wanted yeah. Billy Hamilton so bad. We need speed, so bad. The ba- I remember, I definitely remember Jacoby Ellsbury, in the mm-hmm. leadoff position,
1: and you really, you really want a guy that's going to be uh, disciplined at the plate, really going to have a nice eye. Yep. you, ideally, you either want a home run. I don't want to say that you want a walk at the first first step out of the game, but what's what's better than a walk to get your second guy going? I mean, he's he's the guy's already on base. Yeah, you want a guy that's disciplined.
0: Mm-hmm. Now the uh, two through five hitters aren't really up for debate. This kind of easy. Verdugo second, JD third, uh, Xander fourth, Devers fifth. You know, guys, that, no question. Uh, I might have no. a question. What What are we questioning?
1: Where we are? You are you really thinking Devers is a fifth hitter? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd like I like to I see don't... him at second, but but at the same time, I think you could flip flop Alex Verdugo and Rafael
2: Devers. I was just
0: thinking the same thing. You know, that's probably what's going to happen, depending on who's more, who's going to be more of a contact, who's going to be more of a power guy. You know, mm-hmm. like if Verdugo comes out and hits, you know five homers in the span of 12 games right off the bat, then he's going to be put as the uh, five guy. And we'll move Devers, depending on his, av- his average, up to the two. Those two can be intertwined. Uh, the three and four, J.D. and Xander, those are – I don't have any problem with that. Basically, as long as J.D. has a better year than he did last year. Yeah, right, he number, totally will. He uh-huh. throw
1: 2020 out the window for him.
0: I hope so. Number six is Christian Vasquez, which I don't really have a problem with. I mean, oh, uh, this article says oh, in the in his final twenty eight games he hit three eighteen with fourteen walks. He's, if he can just be a good contact guy, I don't even need him to be a power guy. I know he is, but I don't really need him to be. To be honest with you, if he can come out here and he can just average, you know, two ninety five or three hundred or three ten, as a six guy, I'm more than happy with that.
1: Oh yeah,
0: yeah, be beautiful. This this is where I start to have a problem. It's number seven. They have Andrew Benatendi as our number seven hitter.
1: What were they thinking? I mean, if you if you're gonna make if you're gonna make an article, why would you put a guy that that's on the trade block at number seven? Uh, actually, rumors actually rumors actually came out that guy?
0: rumors came out last week that the Red Sox had a meeting with Andrew Benatendi and they started to take him off the trade block, which yeah. I don't like. I think they said I think, he was in basketball shape, right? Yeah, <laughs> I think I think they need him to be. I think he needs to be a different home if he's gonna thrive. You know, if you go back and listen to episode forty nine, I talked with Adam a ton about it. About you want to sell Andrew Benintendi for his potential of what he can do next year, because I don't think he can reach that potential. You can sell teams that he's gonna hit two eighty next year. Right. That's realistic. You can tell teams, oh, he's going to be a 280 hitter. You yeah, know, that's great. Realistically, I see him not getting over 220 for next year. I don't see him as over a 220 hitter. So instead of doing my strategy saying, oh, he could be he could be a 280 hitter. Give us a good prospect after the season. You'll be like, oh, well, he he was 220. I mean, give me this prospect instead. That's lesser value. You know, I feel like his value right now is higher than it would be at the end of the season if you were not to trade him.
1: You think his, his value would decrease throughout this next season?
0: Yes. Easily. Even after coming out off a of one oh three season. Because like I said, you could sell teams on potential. Some team like the Tigers would easily take a chance on that. The Pirates would easily take a chance on that and give up a pitching prospect. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But and he can I'm maybe t- thrive,
0: but I don't see it happening.
1: I, I totally believe in Andrew Banatendi. I mean I, I- I am totally off of the trade Benatendi block for this offseason because I think Haim's a very smart guy, you know? What I think actually happened, Andrew Benatendi had a horrible – I mean, you, you can't really put a word on what he did last so year. So
0: bad he had to fake an injury for the final 15 games. He Steph curry did. it, season. yeah. Steph curry did. it. Okay. Um, wow. Okay, we went there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Steph's a little better than Benatendi, though.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I think Haim – is playing mind games with Andrew Benatendi. I think possibly what could have happened is he had such Andrew Benatendi wouldn't be intriguing to other teams. So he said he put news out that Andrew Benatendi he, – he was shopping Andrew attendee mm-hmm. in order for him to get up off his get up off his ass and like really get into it and put put his back against the wall and get him back into 2017 2018 Andrew attendee
0: Yeah, I. I really hope he can get back there. But for number eight, and this one I can agree with, but I'd rather have him at seven, Bobby Dalback at first, and then ninth be Hunter Runfro and Wright. Honestly, with those three, I would just put Ben Attendee nine and then go Dahlbeck run for Ben Attendee. But at the bottom of the order, you don't really need – You know, it's it's up for debate. I, I'd
1: totally put Ben Attendee at nine too. I, I totally agree with that because like, he, he's like uh, – the nine position is known as like the – the leadoff before the leadoff mm-hmm. after the first inning. And he was a leadoff hitter before, so he'd fit great at nine.
0: I really hope so. Like I don't know. It's it's weird, but we we didn't say a name in those nine. And it's somebody who you never think would come off the bench, but Michael Chavis. The question is can you successfully have a roster with Kike Hernandez? Andrew Benatendi, and Michael Chavis on him? Because Kike Hernandez and Michael Chavis both have the potential to play second base and left field. Andrew Benatendi obviously can't play second base, but do you really take a risk on Benatendi if that means putting Chavis on the bench? I don't see it.
1: Who do you think is a better player right now, Chavis or Benatendi?
0: That's not even a question.
1: Chavis really isn't a – would you say he's – I don't know what the word is. He's um, he's he's proved himself in the majors. He's a he's, major league ball player.
0: He's consistent. You know, that's what I'll take. I'll take his consistency over a Andrew Benatendi risk any day. I don't mind Andrew Benatendi being a bench guy and coming in and play every one out of four games. You know, I'm completely fine with that, but I don't like Benettendi right now as an everyday starter. I say you give him like every three games, let Hernandez have a rest day, Chavis play second. You let uh, Chavis have a rest day, Benintendi play left. And you let him play once every three games to let him try and get that um, stock back up and get his average back up. But right now I don't see him as an everyday starter. Have um have they talked
1: about Chavis playing first base?
0: Uh, no, that's Dahlbeck's spot now. Dahlbeck's really came out and proven that he's the guy. He's the dude. I, I can see them still throwing Chavis at first and benching back which is very stupid. But yeah. And for it, some it,
1: reason I think uh, the Chavis situation is is very it's it's a very difficult spot for them because okay. they signed Kiki Hernandez and they have the Benatendi situation. But I think in my mind at least, Benetendi takes a spot ahead of Chavis. So I think Really what, Yes. What's Chavis' natural position?
0: He's played second. Okay. He he played left field last year. You know, for some, I, I turned I tuned into a Red Sox game last year and I saw Michael Chavis playing left field. I'm like Renicki, what the hell? He didn't look natural there for sure. He he. But, from what from reports, he's learned more about left field and has gotten better at it. Okay. I don't know how well we want to trust those reports, but those are the reports that came out.
1: But my thoughts on Chavis are I think he I think they're trying to they're trying to fit him in. He doesn't have a he doesn't have like a, a utility guy like Brock Holt or somebody, they have like they have one position but they can fit in at any other places. But I don't see one position that Chavis is gonna go to first. Mm-hmm. So I think I don't think they have their mind made on Chavis. I think you could put him in left field center, right, second base, third, like or first, I don't, mm. I think it's a very difficult spot for him. And he's really competing to put his, put his uh, position out there. Like I'm a left fielder. I'm a second baseman. Cause I, I think he could fit all over the diamond right now.
0: Yeah, honestly. But I really just see them having, um, and I apologize if you can hear random people yelling in the background, that's just college for you. That's how it's going to be for the next four months. And it's, it's something, but you know, I'm from Tennessee, I go to college in Franklin, Mass. Right. It's not like it's not like commuting is an option, you know. But yeah, right now I honestly see right field as being run for a spot, you know. He needs to be all right, he you remember this man. I don't know how well you could see it with the glare. That man is a beautiful man. His name is Kevin Pilar, and I have him on my desk right there. This beautiful man. I have a Kevin Pilar sweatshirt somewhere around here. I don't remember where I put it, but Kevin Pillar, I wish he was back. Hunter Renfro, I'm hmm? going to miss him looking like an ancient
1: Greek god out there in right field. I mean, I, I love beautiful uniform.
0: That was the best three months of Red Sox baseball. This I think he was exciting, have. man. I wish they would have resigned him. Were you – I don't know if you're – episode five, right? We had this episode where we were ranking the top 20 outfielders in the league. And Ari, for God knows why, put Kevin Pillar at thirteen. <laughs> Kevin Pillar was a backup at the time, because our top three was Verdugo, um, JBJ, and Benny. Right? He wasn't even a starter, and he's like, "Yep, he's the thirteenth best outfielder in the league." I'm like, "Are you kidding me, right?" Oh, wow, i mean, he was one step ahead. Looks like he's got a GM mind.
1: I then, mean, they signed Kevin Pillar before the pandemic. Yes. Okay.
0: And I, I liked I liked the signing. I thought it was good depth, mostly to train Andrew Benintendi. Obviously, that turned out very very well. <laughs> but, oh,
1: I loved it! As soon as I saw him in a Red Sox uniform, I was like, "Yep, it that's it. it." It was like it's like he's Johnny Damon's grandson or something.
0: I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah,
1: I have. Um,
0: I, I'm gonna cherish. I think I lost that. I have no idea where did I put that sweatshirt, uh, Mad. I need to wear that sweatshirt more. Is it a Pilar sweatshirt? Yes, it's a, it's it's a Red Sox sweatshirt, and on the back, going down straight to the back, just says number five, Kevin Pilar. Wow! Beautiful with the ah. No, sadly no. <sighs> I wish. Eh, what are we going to take do? it to a tailor shop. You'll get it.
1: Done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just for the memes. All That's right, but. Uh, let's let's go on to our next thing. So this is some old news, obviously, but I wanted to get your opinions on it, and I wanted the viewers to get their opinions on it. Dustin Pedroia, tell tell the people they already know my opinions about the whole thing and how sad I am. But um, you know,
1: grow, growing up playing baseball as a as a diehard Red Sox fan, um, you you I I was short growing up. And he, he proved, he proved that height doesn't matter. Like, like a lot, of, not, not a lot of guys do. And it was, I wore, I wore 15 uh, when I was 12 years old for Dustin Pedroia. I, I was playing sec- I was actually playing shortstop and second base. And mm-hmm. the way, the way that he would just be so ready at second base and he, he'd lift up both of his feet and get to the ball. Yeah. And I was like, I, I want to be like that guy, you know? Mm-hmm. And growing up, you you just wanted to be like Dustin Pedroia because he he was just he was just the man. He was yes. a badass.
0: Exactly. Do you remember his rookie number? Oh, man, I saw that the other
1: day. It was um, was it sixty four? Sixty eight. Oh, I knew it was in the sixties.
0: Which is the weirdest thing. I don't know why. He wasn't fifteen, but I'll they, make they, sure they do that for the rookies. You know. Yeah. I'll make sure, and uh, Robert Stock, but we don't talk about <laughs> reps. You know, you know how much we hate Robert Stock on this. Oh, I've heard, I've heard. <laughs> don't worry, <laughs> Robert Stock. He he finds his way into every episode somehow.
1: But. <laughs> but but on Petey, um, I I I absolutely loved watching him in the dugout, mm-hmm. trying to do anything he could to help out in that twenty eighteen twenty nineteen season. Just. You, you could see the heart and how bad he wanted to be on the field when yes. he was – he was he was with Devers, like, look at my back grip. He was teaching him anything he could from inside the dugout. And I really hope that – he said he's got to take the time with his kids, which I completely understand. Go do that. Yeah. But I really hope he's back with the Red Sox organization in around some years, you know.
0: I really hope so, even if it's just an infield coach, you know. We brought yeah. in Veritech to be a catcher's coach. He'd be perfect as just an infielder coach.
1: Anything. Show his face. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Just give him, give him something small to do. Make sure he's still getting paid. Obviously, he has enough money to last a lifetime. He lets the
1: people know that.
0: Yes, <laughs> give, give him, um, give him a small deal. Just let him come, you know, twice a week, mentor the mentor the young bucks in the infield, and just call it a day. You know, they could learn so much from that guy.
1: So much, and you know, he's he's dying to
0: teach. Man, he he loves it. He just it's it's radiant with him. How much he it's loves. The
1: game. just lives and breathes baseball.
0: Mm-hmm. And like I said, it was it was really sad because I was thinking about it right before I hit the record button for episode fifty. I'm like, you know, we really all sat here and watched Dustin Pedroia's last game without knowing it was his last game. That's sad. I heard that and
1: it. i almost shed a tear when I
0: when. That's I sad to think about. And like I said, it's it's not as sad as Poppy's last game, but that that made a grown man cry right there.
1: Poppy's last game was so much different than PD's because you knew that you that was the set date that it was going to happen.
0: No, you never
1: knew when PD was going to retire.
0: I'm still mad cuz they lost that they lost that series. I think they're against the Indians. 3 to 1. They lost that series. And of course it had to be in Fenway. Mm-hmm. And just watching him walk up to the mound where he had just so many you know, was able to raise the trophy on that mound. The whole Boston Marathon thing, which I cannot repeat on this episode because we keep it clean around here. The whole – everything he's done for the Red Sox. And even after, uh, remember when he went back home and got shot? or was, Did he get shot or did he get stabbed? I can't remember. He got shot. Yeah, he got shot. And it was still like, I'm coming back up to Boston and I'm doing all the stuff for the Red Sox like a month later. I'm like this man.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was, he, we wanted him to throw out the first pitch like two weeks later <laughs> <laughs> he to crowd into it, you know.
0: Man, I I just wanted one. I wanted a David Wright moment for the for Dustin Pedroia.
1: Me too. I, I totally wanted to see him back on the field just one last time. Let's celebrate for him.
0: I don't care if there was nobody in the stands. We needed that one last moment. Yeah. That's all I wanted. But but,
1: but again on uh. David Ortiz, Big Poppy getting shot. That was like, when I saw that news, I was like, David Ortiz is a superhero. What do you mean? What's a bullet going to do to him? Like, I, when somebody gets shot, you're like, oh, my God, is he going to be dead? I was like, he's going to just take it out of his arm, rip it, rip the <laughs> bullet out. I'm fine.
0: Man, I assume. So... It
1: didn't cross my mind that he was going to maybe die. I don't yeah.
0: Know. No, I was so shocked when I heard that news. I was at work. At the time, I was doing landscaping. It was just me and my boss that were just ride around, you know, mowing lawns. Yeah. And we were in between lawns. I'm just sitting there scrolling through my phone. And I see it. I'm like, oh, my God. And my boss, who was a huge, huge Red Sox, probably a bigger Red Sox fan than I am, wow. right, like almost shed a tear as he was driving. Dang. It was so – that was messed up. Oh, yeah. Uh, but
1: – He was in his let- home, though.
0: hmm Yeah. Let's, let's not keep the people waiting any longer. Let's get into the actual news of the week.
1: Absolutely. 2021 now, Red Sox. Hmm? Let's talk 2021 Red Sox.
0: Let's not. I don't, I don't want to put myself in that pain. It's not going to be a fun season. alright I'm, I'm mentally getting myself prepared. Like I said, 75-win team. If they go 162, this is a 75-win team. Yankees, What's their feeling?
1: How many, how many wins at the most?
0: 79,
1: no more. You know, when this is this offseason is a lot similar to uh to the twenty twelve going into twenty thirteen offseason.
0: I've heard people say that I don't see it. Twenty thirteen has star power. This team does not have the star power.
1: No, probably not. But um I really see a lot of similarity to signing Shane Victorino to a one year deal and then signing Hunter Renfro to a one year deal. I, right uh,
0: I don't see they're I don't not the see same that comparison. Guy. No, I don't see that comparison. Just because Shane Victorino, the flying Hawaiian, was just a breed in of itself, which I don't think can be replaced by Hunter Renfro.
1: No, I'm not saying that.
0: Shane Victorino was a beautiful man.
1: But uh, when when people count the socks out, that's when that's when they get better. You know, mm-hmm. when when you doubt the Red Sox, that's when they rise from the ashes. Um, they prove everybody wrong. And I don't I don't think this team's going to be that bad.
0: I'm not going to lie. I maybe can see history repeating itself with this being the start of the Oh three season. Remember the cat. I know you and I were very, very young at the time. So obviously we don't remember, but you remember the cowboy up Red Sox, right? Led by Pedro Damon, young, um, young Ortiz, Manny. Were were those the dirt dogs? uh, No, they're, they're big. They're big. Their big slogan that year was cowboy up. It was mm-hmm. a Damon thing, of course it was. Yeah. All right, Johnny Damon, I miss that man so much. His his just presence with the Red Sox was not Of course, he had to go to the Yankees because yeah, that's just all Red Sox center fielders. You know, they end up starting in Red Sox and then go to New York. Just ask JBJ in the matter of like a week. Ellsbury hurt, but I
1: mean, I'm not mad about that anymore.
0: That stone. <laughs> but anyway, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, so I see this team just like the 0-3. Right? 0-3 team didn't have any expectations. They were supposed to be, like, the fourth-place team in the East, in the AL East. I have them as the fourth-place team in the AL East right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So having them as fourth, you know, they get a little comeback going, and they make it to, I believe, the second round of the playoffs. Right? Do I see that happening? Maybe. Like, I can see the comparisons, you know. And then we go out when we sign that star pitcher. Right? You remember who we signed in 4 Curt Schilling. Kurt Schilling. Remember how they signed him in 4 Not really. No, right, I'm sorry, not not a signing. But basically, he refused a trade to go to the Red Sox, right? He wanted to stay in, I believe it was Arizona.
1: I, I'm actually reading about this. Uh, I read about that in the Terry Francona book recently. I'm reading that right now. I read all about the Curt Schilling trade.
0: Yep, so they showed up at his house on Thanksgiving. I believe it was, it was Francona and... Is that Pedro or Damon? I can't remember. Terry Francona and a player showed up at his house, had Thanksgiving with his family, and then after that night, he decided, you know what? I'll come to Boston. Right, And then he had that Dunkin' Donuts commercial where he was just on the side of the road, gets picked up by a, uh, by a truck. He was hitchhiking. Them. He's like, where are you going? He's like, to Boston. I got an 86-year curse to break. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. He, but, he did it. He delivered. But, I mean... Uh... Honestly, can we really compare Kurt Schilling to maybe Trevor Bauer next year? Is that maybe a thing?
1: I don't think so. Um,
0: I mean, because so think about it—you it.
1: can compare Kurt Schilling to what I—I think of Kurt Schilling as like he—he uh, he pitched through the bloody sock. I mean, yeah, he, he's a warrior. So I, I think of Chris Sale when I think of but Kurt. But here's here's the thing.
0: Here's the thing. Right. With, with that Red Sox 2004 pitching rotation, the main two guys were Schilling and uh, Pedro, right? Mm-hmm. Assuming health, Sale can be our Pedro, yep. right? We sign – I can't remember who's on the market or anybody we can trade for for, 20, uh, for 2022. The trip, Trevor Brown is the first name because so we're going talk about him in a sec. But, I mean, he can come in or some other star pitcher can come in and be that too. And then we have guys like Erod coming up, Garrett Whitlock, who I'm really, really interested to see what his future holds, Tanner Houck, Nick Pavetta, Connor Siebel, any of those guys can bump up into this rotation. Then we've got a bunch of guys off the the pen, you know? Mm -hmm. And the 2004 Red Sox had a studded offense, right? Let me look. I believe I might be wrong on this. But I believe just they like,
1: were just like the twenty twenty Red Sox, dude. They
0: what did they lead the league and they led the American five. League in hits? Yeah, they were they were top five. Um they were top five offense. But if They're I a look to be
1: reckoned with. They're no joke, man.
0: If I look, um well show me their team. Oh, this isn't Team Snap. Is it? I don't know. Give me a second to look for it. But yeah, they were um one of the they were one of the best offenses, right? We have one of the best offenses. Our defense ain't great, and if we can just get that pitching up, we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. All right, on, let me go through. Kurt Schilling, Pedro, Poppy, Johnny Damon, Manny, Veritek, Mark Bellhorn is a name we forget about.
1: Love Bellhorn.
0: Keith Folk. Kevin Millar, I forget about that name. Bronson Arroyo, Orlando Cabrera, and Yuke were our top dudes on that, on that team.
1: You think, you think Kevin Millar just uh, grew a nice beard out and switched the M with a P and he was Kevin Pilar last year?
2: Maybe.
0: Oh, here – I don't know if I can now see – maybe. I can maybe see this being – like if we get another star-studded guy to be our Kurt Schilling, mm-hmm. the rest of the starters were Wakefield, Derek Lowe, and Bronson Arroyo. And those are very, very good.
1: We need another guy with cornrows. <laughs> we gotta have some swagger on that mound.
0: <laughs> uh, we need Phillips Valdez to get, get some cornrows. Yeah. Uh, and then the bench: Keith Folk was your closer, Mike Timlin, Alan Embry, Scott Williamson, and Kurt. His name? Uh, Kurt I said name. Kurt remember. Yeah,
1: Kurt Lascanick, Yeah.
0: Yep. Young mm-hmm. Kim was there too, as always.
1: Oh. But what you're saying is uh, you you would want. You'd want those socks to trade for another star to guy to hop in the rotation and really solidify a spot. I think
0: I think we're I think we're a Kurt Schilling away from a from a good playoff team. Me too. Absolutely. I think awesome. we're a good Kurt Schilling away from a World Series team.
1: I think we, we need, need bullpen, one more. Maybe we need bullpen arms maybe in a and a closer. I don't even we
0: have know. He's I think we need closer. one more. I think one, we need one more defensive minded player. If that means signing back JBJ for two years to fit that timeline, then that does. But yeah. we'll get into that later. But we 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 run along. Trevor Bauer, richest pitcher. Wait, wait. The thing is, with
1: with you saying they're going to trade for somebody like Kurt Schilling, he you know? he's not going to do that. You wouldn't not going to trade for an already established name.
0: Uh, you might be right there. You might be right, but
1: unfortunately, I think I am. Ugh. I'd love for it to happen, but it's yeah, and fun.
0: we got no guys that can develop into a Kurt Schilling within one year, unless like Tanner Houck makes a huge, huge upgrade, which I don't see happening. I see him being a great player, but not within the span of a year. No, you know. So Trevor Bauer joins the champs and is one of and is the richest pitcher in the game right now.
1: The richest player, right?
0: Is he the richest player? Uh, yes. He'll be the highest paid player in MLB history in 21. And then again, if he chooses to in 2022. <sighs> uh, uh, all I got to say, and it's my only take on the subject. I'm glad he's not a Met. That's about all I got.
1: You know, I'm totally opposite to you, man.
0: <laughs> <I'm> sorry.
1: <laughs> the complete opposite. Hey. I wanted him to go to the Mets so bad.
0: Yeah, it, are we going If are Trevor
1: we... Bauer goes to the Mets, that makes them the
0: Yankees' daddy, doesn't it? No. No. The Yankees aren't
1: that good. If oh, they can no, Mets, the Yankees. Get,
0: the Yankees. Can, huh? You said, you said the, did you say the Yankees or the Mets? I
1: wanted Trevor Bauer to go to the Mets. Did okay. I say Yankees? Sorry. Yeah, I yeah. wanted Trevor Bauer to go to the Mets. Very bad. But when, when I saw the news, I was really pissed off. I mean.
0: See, here's here's my reasoning for being happy. All right. With a guy like Trevor Bauer, all right, it gives Mookie and David Price a better chance to get another ring. Yeah. And I really like David Price, unlike some people. He, he, he had his down year in 2019. But I like David Price. I miss Mookie. Yeah. Too much. Too, too soon,
1: too soon. Still feels like he's on the red where
0: side. I think it's almost one year ago to the day since he was traded. Because I remember when we started this podcast, it was like the week before. Hey, Mookie's gone. And then, hey, let's start a podcast. Hey, Mookie's gone. <laughs> hey, I got to prepare you for
1: something real quick. You're not going to want to see it.
0: Uh-oh. Oh, God, help me. Tell, Isn't that tell, horrible? I still wear it. I don't care. Tell tell the Spotify people what what you just what you just did.
1: I happen to be wearing a shirt. It has a 2018 World Series champions on the patch. I turn around, it doesn't even say bets on the back. It says It says Mookie.
0: <sighs> He's going to win at least like three more rings in Los Angeles. Yeah. That's that's sad.
1: That's accurate. It's with, sad What's funny? About this shirt, see, is I bought. It. I bought it like a week before he we got traded. <laughs> <laughs> just a slap in the face to me. That is a
0: complete slap in the face. Uh, but with, now uh, we didn't have to talk too long about Bauer because obviously we don't care that much about Trevor Bauer. He's it,
1: he, it, he's it's his just own. really it's it's a pain in the ass when you see him go to the Dodgers. I mean, he, he obviously he wants to be in L.A. for his social media presence, and it makes sense for him. Mm-hmm. he's a socal kid i can't blame him yeah. he got he got an absolute brinks truck of money but like i, I just wanted him to go to the mets so bad mm. and that when you get a guy when you see a, a team rise from the ashes like the mets did that's just like so motivating and you just want to see them be so good you know it's like it's like on the you want to be part of the come-up story you don't want to be yeah. The second come around, you know? You, you want know, to be I, the first to win the World Series. You want to win I it.
0: get that. But, um, what was I going to say? I don't know. I was just about to say something, and then I completely forgot it.
1: Um, probably wasn't Trevor Bauer related, was it?
0: Uh, no, it was not. Um, I'm trying to do two things at once. I can't remember stuff. But, um, yeah, with with Bauer, it's it's going to be weird trying to figure out, like, how it's supposed to uh, – I don't know. We'll move on. All right. Uh, I, I, this happens often in episodes. I just completely lose my train of thought. Oh, sorry all right. Yeah. But uh, we, we had a trade earlier today that's kind of big, kind of not. Uh, Kurt, uh, Elvis Andrews and Chris Davis swapped for each other.
1: Not the Orioles Chris Davis.
0: Not the Orioles Chris Davis. The good Chris Davis.
1: Yeah,
0: actually, a good one. Yeah. Uh,
1: how old is Elvis Andrews? Do you know?
0: Uh, uh, thirty-two. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought he's been around for a minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, breaking news: Justin Herbert is your offensive rookie of the year. In Whoa! Case you, in case you were wondering.
1: Well oh. deserved.
0: This is the second time in th- in three episodes that football content has broke <laughs> news during show. right during the show. I'm not I'm not mad about it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's he's rookie the year by the way, for anyone watching this who already knows later.
1: But. I'd love to see I love to see uh, any small market team make a big trade. hmm Chris Davis pretty dang good last year. I don't r honestly, I like to see them make trades because they're not gonna sign guys in the offseason. And yeah. Uh, but Chris Davis is young, and I don't, I don't get the translation of I don't. trading a young guy that can be that has more potential versus trading for a guy that's thirty-two. Uh, that's Davis good. is
0: thirty-three. Oh, really? Yes. That changes. So basically, there's I some there's some prospects being swapped in between, but the main parts of the deal is Andrews and thirteen and a half million dollars go to the A's, and Davis goes to the Rangers, which I don't. If I'm looking at it really, I don't see the benefit to either side. I mean, the benefit for the um, Rangers is you're kind of gaining cap space with that extra 13 and a half million. But you were a contending team last year. Chris Davis, let me let me look it up just to make sure I'm not BSing anybody. But I believe Chris Davis was actually a big part of that last year.
1: Yeah. Right? Well, now. hey, they cert- they certainly filled the hole at shortstop with Marcus Simeon being gone.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that's I mean that's without saying and where did he he went to the Blue Jays, right? Simeon, yeah, he went to the Blue Jays. Actually Chris Davis wasn't that good last year. He only bad two hundred with two home runs. But Oops. is it is it really time like let me look at his 2019, twenty nineteen because 2018 was bad for everyone, you know? Uh was twenty nineteen wasn't that good either, actually. Now I'm looking at it. Twenty eighteen Chris Davis was amazing. That's and then ever since then, it's been down, very down. What
1: Andrew, What Andrews do last year? It was probably wow. better.
0: Let me look. And honestly, it kind of makes sense for the. No, it doesn't make sense for the Rangers either. They weren't even close to contention. So why wow. would you? Why would you give money to someone else? He had. Oh God, this is two really crappy players in 2020 get swapped <laughs> for each other. He had, he batted 194 with three homers. Oh, he's got one more homer added Yikes. to the column yikes and in 2019 he had a 275 so maybe he can get back up to 20 uh but with him maybe, being 32 now i don't see it
1: maybe this is just one of those trades that benefits both teams and they're like yeah, i don't think it. it
0: benefits i think everybody loses here i think the only positive is the 13 and a half million unless the prospects are good but i, I don't know that's a weird that's a weird one I'm
1: confused. I, I I just like to see uh I just like to see the A's get helped out. Just warms my heart. Like um the Pirates the the Pirates trade with the Yankees for what's his name? Jamison Tyon? I don't remember. Yeah, but uh they the Pirates had a pitcher that was pretty dang good, but he, he couldn't he had some real issues. Mm-hmm. Um he couldn't he couldn't make many starts, but uh they got like five prospects out of them from the Yankees. I was like, you know what? That's not a bad deal. Got yeah. Five prospects. It's not like, what are Pirates fans hoping for? Are you signed Trevor Bauer?
0: It's not going to happen. <laughs> so um, we got more breaking news from the NFL. Um, we got somebody added to the Hall of Fame. Oh. Raider legend. Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson is now in the Hall of Fame. Oh. Defensive Rookie of the Year. It's Chase Young, obviously. Absolutely, that like. was a no-brainer right there. I'm
1: surprised. I, I, was love surprised. See, I love to see Charles Woodson get in the hall. Yep,
0: yeah, he's he's going. We get to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just hopefully MVP will break before um, before we end the episode because I don't have a lot of other um, topics. So this episode's gonna end soon, but. I don't know. We've been this is about forty minutes long. I'm surprised Zoom hasn't kicked me out yet. Sure. Good
1: luck. I mean, uh I is that is that universal for or cause it didn't do
0: it for my last podcast. It it, it for the first couple it won't. And then once you get in, like my um one with the Gone Bridge Boys, they um it kicked me out after forty minutes. And I'm like, but now I'm this just one asking for money is at that point. point. I'm very confused, but I'm not complaining.
1: So Hopefully, um, Hopefully the NFL just drops a bomb and names Tom Brady MVP over Aaron Rodgers cuz he beat him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be a straight shot to the nuts. Does that jinx the Bucks in the Super Bowl? Maybe. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers is going to be MVP. Yeah, uh yeah. defensive player of the year. I don't know. My friend is giving me updates as he's watching. Oh my god. Just tell me the damn name. He's He likes to build up for suspense. I don't blame him. Um, I'll get back to that. But we I have got a question.
1: Yeah. Who do you think will lead the Red Sox in home runs next year?
0: <sighs> I see J.D. having not a 2018 season, but close to. Okay. All right. Uh, I think Aaron Donald is the defensive player of the year, by the way. Wow. Yep. Aaron Donald, Defensive Player of the Year for the third time.
2: A
1: lot of trophies for the Rams.
0: Well deserved. I mean, they don't have the one that matters, you
1: know. Um, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if Bobby Dahlbeck uh, posted like 35. <laughs> he just loves to hit homers.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't either, but let's be honest. If he's posting 35 home runs, he's getting at least 112 strikeouts.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, if Pete Alonso and, Eric Aaron, and Aaron Judge can hit 50 home runs, why can't Bobby Dahlbeck hit 40?
0: Because he's not up there yet.
1: Yeah, those are kind of generational talents, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Those, uh, Pete Alonso, I wouldn't call it generational talent, but he's definitely, you know, I just don't know if Bobby Dahlbeck Dalbe, can make that jump within a second year. New member of the Hall of Fame. Retired early. Lion. Uh, great.
1: Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. Boom.
0: My dude. That one. Those two. He deserves. Those two are kind of obvious. All right. I need yeah. Richard Seymour in the Hall of Fame just because it's Richard Seymour.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right, that man. He's. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll, we'll hear that later. But let's get into the remaining free agents. Now, there are there are quite a few, obviously, left. But I'm just going to put out a couple names that could maybe go somewhere.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: if you if you hear a name that you like, let me know where you think they're going to go. All right, okay. first, with catchers, and Molina. Now, older guy, I don't know if he finds a home. Yeah. You know, that's kind of sad to think. Um First base, Mitch Moreland. I want to see him back with the Red Sox, but I don't even. I don't know if they can afford to have um, another one like.
1: Uh, if if
0: the National
1: League gets universal DH, then people will hop all over Mitch Moreland.
0: It's it's not looking like it's going to happen. Yeah, it's not. Um, for second base, Brad Miller and Jonathan VR. Jonathan VR will find a home. That's that's obvious, yeah. I think Brad Miller will too. He's solid. Yes, Uh, do you see any place where those guys can go that maybe need a second baseman?
1: Um, Molina. Oh, for Brad Miller and Jonathan VR. Yes. Maybe need a second baseman. Um. Bruce just signed Colton Wong. I hoped, I really hoped that he went to the Red Sox. Yeah, took him off the I would have loved that. Um, I mean, any any guys can any team can take second baseman and turn them into utilities, I guess. Yeah, but um, if, if anyone needs a second baseman, Orioles, mm-hmm. uh, the Blue Jays – Who's who's the Blue Jays' second baseman?
0: Uh, He plays short. I'm pretty show. sure. Cavan um, Biggio.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, let me think. Let me think.
0: Rocky. Uh, we'll, we'll move on. Um, With third base, Justin Turner is obviously the big, the biggest guy there. Marlon mm-hmm. um, Gonzalez, maybe, but. I'd love to see Justin Turner
1: and Yadier Merlina go back to the Dodgers and the Cardinals.
0: But did, did the Dodgers sign a third baseman? I don't think so. I just don't think with them giving Bauer that much money, they I mean it's it's the Dodgers. What am I saying? They they obviously have money.
1: Yeah. I think Justin Turner will definitely take a home down discount, stay in LA.
0: Mm-hmm. Um Outfielders, JBJ, which he's looking like he's gonna go with the Mets and that kills me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean if it gives him a um if it gives him a better chance to when, um, I'm, I'm all for it. Why do the Red Sox keep saying they're in talks with
1: JBJ? They're really not. They say that's a safe face. Yeah. You know, it it like there was an argument for him to stay. He won. Yeah. He, after the end of the season, took his laps around Fenway. It was his last yep. time.
0: He won out.
1: No. I'd like to see JBJ on the Phillies.
0: I see that Dombrowski really just buying straight in and getting everyone he can. It's obviously why they signed JT Realmuto back. Now you ju- you kind of brought back the band, give it one more year in their World Series team. Yeah, that's how Dombrowski works. He's like, farm system be damned, I'm winning, and then I'm leaving, and someone else can pick up my mess. You're gonna be really happy with
1: me for a year, and then you're gonna dump me in year two, just like how all my relationships
0: go. <laughs> I wish my relationships made it to year two, but we're not going to talk about that. Oh, you got some potential, though, right? (laughs) (laughs) Eh, Well, that's that's an off—that's an off. Keep it off the record. Yes. (laughs) So, uh, with yeah, we're just talking about like with with We liked him for a year, and then 2019, it was like, "Eh, we'll we'll tolerate you if if you can keep this core together." And then he's just like, "Well, see ya." Yeah. and was a he weird, did what he was supposed to. That was a weird, weird year. But um, Brett Garner is still available, which I don't see. With the money they paid uh, DJ, uh-huh. I don't see him going back to Yankees. Uh, Puig still out there. Shinsu Chu is a good name. Josh Reddick. Those guys are available. but mm-hmm. I don't really know. Anybody can use a outfielder. Red Sox can use one. You know, I think Yasiel Puig definitely won't get signed. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, stay away from him. Mm-hmm. I, 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 won't, I still want the Red Sox to sign him. You do? Power, bat, power bat that's not afraid to throw some hands. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I love
1: Yasiel Puig. I want to yeah. see him in the majors on any team. If mm-hmm. he went to the Red Sox, that'd be great. But... Yeah. Are you are you a WWE guy by chance? Not really, but I'm a Jarek Rabis
0: fan. So, like, <laughs> whenever he talks about WWE, I'm listening. I guess. <laughs> Man, I, I, I see I see um I see Asiel Puig as someone who can come in, right? He's gonna play <laughs> he's gonna be a pinch hitter one out of every two or three games to try and get a home run, and then when your team gets in a fight, he's gonna be the first guy to go out and throw a close line. Oh yeah. He's 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 like uh he's like when when players he's the enforcer in hockey. He's yes. the big defenseman. He's literally like um Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. My, my you need to is, I don't care about the Walter Pate Man of the Year. That's nothing to do with actual football. Wait, uh, no. Actually, who was that? Uh, he's telling me, but very slow. Oh, I'm interested Whatever. in that. Um, starting pitchers: James Paxton and Jake Odoruzzi. Uh, Jake Arrieta some name. Julio Tehran. Homer Bailey.
1: Put a stamp on the offseason and sign J.K. DeRosey, please. Honestly,
0: that would just be the final piece.
1: Please. That would pump me up so hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would be ready. Like, when do pitchers and catchers report? I mean, I'd be so pumped for that.
0: Yep. And then for uh, relievers, uh, Trevor Rosenthal, Shane Green, and Mark McClendon. Mark McClendon. Oh, uh, yeah, I already said that. Um, are The biggest guys with uh, Ken Giles being a big guy, even though he's going to be injured for all of next year.
1: I feel like all those guys that you just named are going to find homes. And Brandon Workman, who we can
0: maybe use back here. Like, it's not yeah. a joke. There's and some guys out there that will come back. And, you know, former Red Sox player, Colin McHugh. <laughs> I mean, he should go in the Red Sox Hall of Fame. What a season. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did he nice. see the map? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign with the Red Sox. Oh, it's it's a week late. Oh, I'm going to opt out. Oh. <laughs>
1: He opted out of the season, that's what happened? Yep, he opted out, so we never
0: got to see him. We could have used him. I mean, yeah, he probably didn't want to embarrass himself like all the other guys. a a A dude named Mike Kickham hit the mound for the Red Sox last year. I would have gladly liked Colin McHugh. Zach Godley touched the mound for the Red Sox last year. I mean, Kickham was so bad,
1: but I loved seeing those Goldilocks flow.
0: Yes, and he had one game where he had eight strikeouts in under five innings. Really? Yes. It was an amazing game where all I of a sudden – I probably saw
1: that. That's why I remember like watching him because I, I probably saw two of his starts.
0: Yeah, it was in like the last five games of the season, somewhere around there.
1: Totally saw it. Totally yeah,
0: it. it was a beautiful. And then we had Robert Stock, Robinson Lair Andrew Triggs. <sighs> Triggs. It's, it's, it, it was like – are you a big basketball fan? Yeah. And it's like the 2019 Lakers. It was just – it wasn't a great team. It was just a meme.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, loved, I loved watching Lance make him dance. Yes. Highlight. All
0: right. JaVale McGee actually got out of his meme ways. but I like the 2019
1: Lakers more than I like the 2020 Lakers.
0: Honestly, they were just more fun. So much fun. You know what team was really fun to watch, even though I'm a Celtics fan? 2019 Nets.
1: Nets? Oh, yeah. I like that team, too. Oh, that team was awesome. But I'm afraid to admit it because I am a Celtics fan too and mm-hmm. we don't like the Nets.
0: Yes. So with that being said, I have run out of subjects. One thing that I want you to come up with really quick is something that you liked from the past week. Something that, you know, the, we're not really, you know, there's a lot of negatives in the world Yeah. and we had Ari's takes and I'm trying not to copy Ari's takes, but I want to do something that you found very positive or something that you really like to happen in the world. It just the one rule is it can't be baseball related. It could be about any other sport. Anything like that. But can it my be big life related. It can be anything. It's just not baseball.
1: I it, it's a great week to do this podcast and you asked me that question because my stepdad's dad's birthday was three days ago. Celebrated his eighty sixth birthday. Wow. It was awesome. Aunt Eleanor, uh my stepdad's mom she made some amazing key lime pie we celebrated oh. great we got some rooster's wings it was awesome <laughs> what else hmm. my stepdad's birthday was yesterday oh so
0: you, you love to see it a lot of celebrating the family and mm-hmm. I, oh, I could really use some key lime pie right now thanks oh. she i i i don't for some
1: reason i stay away from pie but uh I was like, "No, thanks on the pie," but she put it in front of my plate. She put it in front of my face, anyways, and I ate it. And I was so glad that she did it.
0: Yes, um, for me, I'm going to stick with the sports world because I didn't talk about this on my last episode. We got NCAA football back. Yeah, and that is, I can just imagine, and I damn well hope this is a thing. All right, listen to this: a hundred man online franchise or online dynasty. Think about how amazing that could be, the potential of that, where you literally can get, like, 120 people and each pick a D1 school and have to not only compete with everybody but also, like, go for recruits and do all that with somebody that's not the AI. That would be so insane.
1: That would be so much fun. Make make it stretch the entire college
0: football season. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Man, that would be – Oh, I'd be so down for that. It'd be so hard to manage if you were like the leader of that, but oh, I'd
2: yeah, that'd be difficult.
0: I'd be so down for it. Yeah, it's just no one wants
1: to finish in the bottom 10.
2: So hmm. much competition there. All
0: right, if you're if you're taking a if you're taking a team, what team are you rolling with right at the start? College football? Yeah. You you need to pick a team to start the dynasty with. Which team are you picking?
1: George Bulldogs.
0: Yikes. I'm getting,
1: I'm getting my star running backs, and I'm grounding and
0: pounding it. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm taking the BC Eagles. BC Eagles, okay. Mm-hmm. And they develop the
1: next Matt Ryan.
0: Yeah. And uh, uh, some football news. Um, offensive player of the year goes to Derrick Henry. Whoa!
1: Did he win that last year?
0: I don't remember last year, but. Uh, Drew Pearson is down in the Hall of Fame.
1: Oh, he had a huge afro. Yes. Good guy. So,
0: Derrick Henry, offensive player of the year, does that mean he wins MVP? I've heard, I've heard some takes saying that if he doesn't win MVP, they should just name it the most valuable quarterback award.
1: <laughs> Seriously. You know,
0: If there is. was any year for a running back to win MVP, it was this. But honestly, I think Aaron Rodgers had a better year.
1: Yeah, I think Derrick Henry had a better year last season. Mm-hmm. Probably just cuz he shut down my Patriots, but
0: yeah. And this this was this was the time. What was I going to say? This was the time for Russell Wilson to win an MVP. He had it locked up through 8 weeks and then just yeah. fell off. He was the guy. But he's not. And Josh Allen was second. Like
1: it's Aaron Rodgers MVP.
0: It's Aaron Rodgers MVP, which he deserves it. He had a great season all around. Yeah. yeah but he was with that being said, that's all I got. I had no DMs for this week because so I may or may not have forgotten. And Phil's, we're not going to talk hey, about it.
1: Sockstonian fans, bring in the DMs for the Pescible Podcast. If I
0: come back Exactly. So, with that being said, once again, follow the Soxtonian podcast on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast apparently besides YouTube to my fans. Hey, could be in the works. Mm-hmm. Could be in the works. All right. You got anything else? to Say to the people before we sign off,
1: uh, follow my Instagram. It's Stockstonian. you can follow me on Twitter, Kelsey Miranda 23. And I also have a website. I write blogs. I got some really entertaining stuff on there. I ranked my favorite MLB ballparks. So that was a good segment. Nice. Um, but Hey, thanks you. Thank for, thanks to you for having me on the podcast. It was a lot of fun.
0: Mm-hmm. And maybe sometime I'll come on yours and, you know, get oh, some of my I, fans go over there and give give that a listen. Absolutely, dude. I'd love I'd love mm-hmm. to have you on. And plus, I'm gonna need you a, if if you're into writing, I'm gonna need you as a writer for my for my website because I've been I've been lax today's goal with that. I'm not the greatest writer, but I have a very good editor. So she hey, maybe I could ghostwrite for you. i have a problem doing that. Yeah, no, I'm gonna make sure you get you get your name out there, but. With that being said, to the fans, thank you guys so much for watching. As every week, it does mean the world to me. Hope you guys do have an amazing rest of your Sunday. If you are watching the premiere to this, with that being said, God bless you guys. We'll see you guys next time.
2: See you guys. I have a dream. That's all I need. I'll make it happen with some work and belief. Know what I want. So I'll take it on. I've made mistakes, but mistakes make you strong. Let's break it down for a minute I want the crown, I'm gon' get it You hear me loud, man, I'm winning Yeah, Charlie Sheen will be grinning These ladies know that I'm sinning And this is just the beginning I'm closing in the night beginning There ain't no point in resisting Living life like a dream Live it right, that's the thing Every night, got a team I've been tied to the scene Out on stage, here on screen Okay, this is a dream And I pray, as a team One day, it'd be me If I want it, then I'll get it Head down, don't regret it Push myself to the limit. If I play it, then I win it I'm just saying, I'm just living for today For a minute, I don't stay I just visit, it, have no shame, I admit it Can't find me to see if I succeed To see if I believe They're looking up to me